Welcome to Dare, Share, Create, the podcast. Conversations, concepts, and insights from people who have dared to go after their dreams, who share their gifts with the world, and who create the life that they want. I'm your host, Elizabeth Valentine, voiceover artist, singer, speaker, and coach. This podcast aims to free you from whatever's holding you back, spark transformation, and is designed to give you the courage, inspiration, permission, and tools to live your best, most inspired and fulfilled life so you can make the biggest positive impact in the world. Now, on to today's conversation. So hello, hello, and welcome to another solo episode of Dare, Share, Create with me, Elizabeth Valentine. How's it going? What did you think of last week's episode with Stephanie Taylor? Remember, you can get a free physical copy of her and Nikki Taylor's best-selling book, Rent to Rent Success, if you leave a five-star review of this podcast, take a screenshot of the review, and send to support at renttorentsuccess.com. That is rent, the number two, rentsuccess.com. It is only for UK listeners, I'm afraid. But wherever you are in the world, you can get free access to their webinar training. So see the show notes for how. As you might be able to tell, I sound a little bit snotty because I'm currently recovering after getting COVID and that's not what this podcast is going to be about, but I thought I would just share a little bit about my experience with it. So I think one of the reasons why I kind of went through it fairly easily is that I feel like I've been preparing myself both physically and mentally, these past 18 months to probably going to encounter it at some point. So I have been making sure that I was getting all the right nutrition, loading up with all the important vitamins and minerals like vitamin D, C, zinc, etc. Of course, I'm not a medical doctor, so this is not medical advice. I thought I would just share what I did. I've also been building up my muscle mass, which seems to be an indicator of how well you do. But most importantly, I did go into it without fear. Funnily enough, a couple of weeks ago, I was sitting in quite a lot of fear around this virus. Um, But Marie Brock from Season 1, Episode 8 checked me on it. She was like, hey, what is going on with you? So I was able to shift my perspective. And then when I got it, I was actually grateful because waiting for it to arrive, and I think it will arrive for all of us at some point, That was where the fear had kind of attached itself to. So when I felt it arriving, and this goes back to something I said in the first episode of this season, was about, you know, what are the contingency plans? Are you ready for when things happen? So as soon as I felt it arriving, I quickly got my work things in order for the coming week. Changed some things around very quickly, um, booked my PCR test for the next day, and then I doubled down on fruit and veg juices that I made myself. Uh, I upped my water intake because I did have a fever for a couple of days. I cooked when I had the energy, but otherwise had smoothies, so I knew I got lots and lots of nutrients. And that's important. I also moved my body every day, even if it was just like jumping or bouncing on my trampoline for a few minutes. Let me tell you, all my neighbors and (laughs) all the people on the building site next door have seen me jumping on my trampoline in all my different pajamas over the past week. So, um, but who cares? You know what? I was, I was very conscious that I needed things to move in my body really gently, uh, 
then I also gave myself quite a lot of lymphatic drainage facial massages because I had, which you can hear, that I still have a bit of, quite a lot of congestion in my sinuses. So I was ill, but I flowed with it. And this was an interesting thing. One night I had a quite high temperature, uh, which made me feel a bit uncomfortable in the sense of, oh God, I have a fever. Because honestly, I cannot remember when I last had a fever. I couldn't, I forgot what that feels like. Can you remember when you last had a fever? And a fever is the body's way of fighting the infection, so I decided to be grateful for it. Um, drank some lemsip before I went to bed, and then I slept on a um, towel for a couple of days and maybe got up and changed my pajamas. And interestingly, when I was a teenager, I had glandular fever, or mono, as they say in America, or we call it kissing disease in Denmark. And you know what? I had 40-41 in fever for two weeks solid back then. So I was kind of like, okay, I could handle that. I can handle this. And uh, so I am getting over it and I am very grateful that I am. And of course, I, I recognize that this is um, not everyone's experience, but I wanted to share mine. So hopefully you're not sitting in fear if you are sitting in fear. So anyway, that is not what today is going to be about. Today, I want to talk about goals, success, and the importance of measuring your progress. It's obvious, isn't it? If we don't set clear goals, we have nothing to aim for. And if we don't measure our progress, how will we know when we have arrived? How will we know when we have achieved things? A couple of weeks ago, I had a review with Serena and Eugene Sabala, who are my nutritionist and personal trainer slash physiotherapist. I've worked with them since April 2020, maybe March 2020, and now it's November 21. So it's been about 18 months. And they have a scorecard that you can fill out for free that tells you how you're doing in terms of your fitness, focus and food habits. I filled out one in October 19, so two years ago now. March 2020, and then I refilled it now, beginning of November 21. And you know, I had a shock because in October 19, my score was 19%. In March 2020, it was 26% because I had found out at this point that I had a massive vitamin D deficiency. And as soon as we started getting that sorted out, I felt much better. But after having worked with them for the past 18 months, my score was 81%. So in two years, I've gone from 19% to 81. And the parameters this scorecard is built upon is things like how much veg do you get, exercise, sleep, mental health, snacking habits, etc. And this really made me think because I couldn't even remember that my score had been so absolutely abysmal two years ago. In my head, I thought my score had been 39 not 19, because we forget. We forget so much, both positive and negative, but certainly the negative stuff. We actually we sort of have to comb uh, the recesses of our mind for specific memories that are representative of what was happening at that time. We tend to forget the pain we felt and look back at things with more rose-tinted glasses. And it's human nature because if we physically remembered all our experiences, I'm not sure we could really function. So if you're on a journey, if you've got a goal, you want to make sure you track your 
progress because research shows that if you measure your progress, you're more likely to succeed. And if you don't, you might not fully acknowledge how far you've come and celebrate your success and embody that success and that person you have become through making changes. And progress creates momentum. Often we wait for inspiration to hit before we do something, but it's actually the act of doing something or taking action towards your goal that is what creates the inspiration and propels us forward. It's positive reinforcement. When I do X, Y, and Z, I get a positive result. I follow this fabulous dog breeder on Instagram called Nickelberry Goldens, and it is delightful if you're into puppies at all. And she's always creating positive reinforcements for her puppies while the brain is developing. We need to do that for ourselves. And tracking and reviewing is an excellent way of creating positive reinforcement. And this goes for whether you have a problem that you want to solve for yourself or if you solve problems for your clients, if you have goals, make sure you do a review in the beginning to really understand the current situation and the pain that this problem is causing you and the benefits of what solving that problem will give you and get it written down. You know, I am all about writing things down. We want to have written down exactly where you or they are at that point in time. So you can refer back to it and see how far you've come and how much better, easier, how much less pain, hassle, etc., you have in your life now, or your clients. Doing regular reviews, say every month, every three months, every six months, or every year is really vital. You decide how often is appropriate for you, and then you set the parameters you measure your success by. For instance, I I used to eat out a lot, not in restaurants necessarily, but I would get breakfast on the go, I'd pick up lunch somewhere, and maybe even order takeaway for dinner, because I was always on the go and I wasn't very structured. So ultimately, unfortunately, that wasn't great for my wallet or for my health. Of course, it depends what choices you make, but it wasn't great. So now I eat home-cooked meals the majority of the time. I still get takeaways occasionally, but the majority of the time I eat home-cooked food. Whole food, plant-based, home-cooked food. And of course, the pandemic has really helped with that because we've been home most of the time. But how did I get there from two years ago when I ate sometimes three meals out a day, to now. We started optimizing breakfast for a couple of weeks. Then once that started to become ingrained as a habit, then we looked at lunches, then snacks, which was definitely by downfall. I mean, hello, almost daily crisp habit. Looking back, I cannot believe that I used to eat crisps most days. I also used to drink energy drinks loads. And I just can't even, you know, when, you, when you've moved, you look back and you go, what? I can't even remember being that person. And that used to be my life and my patterns and my habits. And sometimes when it is harder to make the good choices or if oh, I feel like I don't look the way I want to look or I don't have what I want to have, uh, it can be easy feeling like, well, I've worked really hard and I have nothing to show for it or I'm a failure, which are thoughts we can also come to from time to time. But that's when it's super important to not stay in that space and wallow, but instead 
if you can look back at factual evidence. Last month, I did things like this. Last year, I earned this amount of money compared to this year where I'm up 20% or 10%. Or last year, I spent this much money on takeaways, but this year I've only spent this much. Don't base your happiness or feelings of success on fleeting emotions or your current mood, which can be affected by so many external and actually really irrelevant factors. But instead, if you've got clear data, and that data can be something quite diffuse, it, does, it can be something like a daily mood journal. It doesn't have to be numbers or figures. But then you can see, okay, this is where I was and this is where I am now. And also when you look at the data, you might actually catch that, hey, you're not on track at all or you've started slipping back into bad habits subconsciously. So tracking and reviewing means that you can get back on the wagon, you can strengthen that emotional connection to why making this change is important to you, why you wanted to do it in the first place. So that is my invitation for you today. Are you clear on your goals and are you tracking your progress? And if not, how can you? When will you put some time aside to do a review? And it doesn't have to be lots of time. It can just be like a 10-minute check-in. But put it in your diary now. We're also nearing the end of the year. And for me, anyways, that means that I am getting my Review, Reimagine and Reset workbook out again. And maybe you could too. In this workbook, I review the old year. I decide what I'm taking with me into the new year and what can be left behind, you know, what went well, what am I proud of, what are some things that, ugh, you know what, I can optimize that in the new year. And after that, I reimagine what do I want the next year to look like? What do I want it to contain? What is my vision? What do I want to accomplish? What do I want to experience? If you want to get this workbook for free, all you have to do is email me at info at elizabethvalentine.com. Remember, Elizabeth is with an S, not a Z, and you get this workbook that I've created totally for free. You can also see my YouTube video of me going through this workbook in the beginning of 2021, and maybe that will inspire you to do yours. I'm going to put the link to that YouTube clip in the show notes so you can go and check it out. But that is it from me this time. Next time I've got another wonderful guest for you so that's something to look forward to. But for now I hope you have a wonderful day and till next time keep daring, keep sharing and keep creating. Bye.